Hello beautiful humans, this is Alicia from Ethical Wellness Programs and you are listening to the Heal in Motherhood podcast, the show that combines the science of the mind-body connection and trauma research along with spiritual teachings and practical tools to help women heal their lives from the inside out and reclaim their inner goddess while showing up as the person, parent and partner they came here to be. If you like what you hear on today's show, please don't forget to leave us a review on the iTunes podcast app so that we can grow our community and impact as many women's lives as possible. Hello and welcome everyone. I'm really excited to share this podcast episode with you today. I've got Kristen on the show and she's a mother of three and she's also an NLP certified motherhood mindset coach and she's really passionate about helping mothers rediscover their identity and thrive in motherhood while breaking generational cycles. Welcome Christine, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. No worries. So I think we'll just dive straight in and what is an NLP certified motherhood mindset coach? Let's start with that. <laughs> what does she do? <laughs> I love to merge personal development with motherhood. Okay. I think it's such a powerful combination. Mm. You know, NLP is such a fantastic tool and it really allows us to unlearn at the same time as learn and grow and break our cycles that we don't want to pass on to our children awesome yeah that was a really beautiful way of describing it I guess so what does NLP stand for just for the listeners that don't know what that means what does NLP mean what is that so NLP is neuro-linguistic programming Mm. and essentially it is how the mind works okay So we look at how the mind works, the words that we use, Mm. how it dictates our behavior. And when we have a really clear understanding of how our mind works, we are able to make the changes that we want to change, right? Change the way that we speak to ourselves, change the way that we speak to our children, Mm. change our behaviors in a way that how we want to show up. When we understand our mind, we have the ability to completely turn our lives around to completely change our lives to completely be the person that we want to be okay yeah beautiful so how did your journey with NLP and mindset where did that sort of begin for you it's actually a really funny story because when I got into personal development for myself Mm. you know I worked with life coaches and they were all NLP trained Mm. And the way that it sparked questions within myself was incredible. And I was like, this is so potent. It's so powerful. Mm. When I rediscovered myself through life coaching and stuff like that, I realized that I really wanted to serve women. Like I really wanted to work with women. I had felt so lost in my early days of motherhood and I had felt like, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what brought me joy. I didn't know the simple things about myself. So when I sort of begun, I was actually going to start out being a doula. Okay. Because at the time I was 
studying nursing. I was going for midwifery and then COVID happened, right? Mm. That made me sort of direct into becoming a doula. And then I went to my branding, my branding lady, and I said, I want to create a website for, I'm going to be a doula. I want to create a website. Mm. We started delving deeper into who I was and why I wanted to do this. And then it eventuated into, actually, I'm not supposed to be a doula. I'm supposed to be a mindset coach, really helping mums understanding their mind, breaking their limiting beliefs, you know, breaking generational cycles, really supporting them in a way that I feel really lacks in the system and support for mothers, right? I feel like it really, really lacks. Mm. So that's how I ended up where I am now. Yeah, beautiful. And I feel that we need to get lost in motherhood so that we can find ourselves because Mm. I feel like there's this big idea out there that we're meant to have babies, they're meant to fit into our life and we're Mm. meant to go back to the person we was before. But everything in our life has changed you know Mm. we've changed mentally we've changed physically we've changed emotionally Mm. our actual brain has changed like the way we think about things our values change Mm. so we go through this big transition and we all know in the personal development world that change isn't always comfortable right Mm. so we go through this massive transition in motherhood and so many of us feel overwhelmed and we feel lost and like we've lost ourselves and we see that that idea that we've lost ourselves as something negative and it's really like it can feel really uncomfortable yeah. when you're in it when you're in that messy soup of it all and you're like you know doing the everyday chores and you've Mm. always got a hundred things to do and never enough time to do them and you don't even have time to do the things that bring you joy but also like you said you don't know anymore what brings you joy because you've been through so much and you've changed so much and all of this seems to be really on like an unconscious level I feel Mm. it's like we're not even aware of all of these transitions that we go through Mm. and then we feel like we're meant to feel grateful for everything Mm. and grateful for our kids and grateful for our home and grateful for the beautiful life that we've created and a lot of the time we don't and then we think there's something wrong with us and there isn't anything wrong with us It's part of the transformation Mm. that motherhood can offer you. It's part of that. And the work that you do, I think, is like allowing women to rediscover who they are Mm. as a mother, not Mm. in spite of being a mother. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm. One of the main things that I am telling my clients and reminding them of is that when we feel as though we are lost in motherhood when we feel as though we don't know who we are anymore Mm. we really need to start prioritizing ourselves yes a lot of the time we get so inundated with everything else and looking after everyone else 
we put ourselves on the back burner. Yeah. It's so, so, so important to look after ourselves in motherhood because then it allows us to show up in a way that we want to show up mm-hmm. as the mum that we want to be. We can't do that if our cup is like literally drained, if it's empty. It's so important, so important to prioritise ourselves as much as we prioritise our children and our you know, partner, our family, our home life. It's one of the biggest reminders that I give to my clients that we need to look after ourselves. Mm, yeah, I think that it's almost like that if you do feel lost in motherhood, that is the alarm bell. That mm. is the signal trying to wake you up. Yeah. You know, we always have this idea in the personal development world as, you know, your triggers and the things that feel uncomfortable for you mm. are where the growth is. Yeah. And if we lean into those things, that is where the magic can happen and that's where the transformation yeah. can happen. Yeah. But if we just keep thinking, I feel lost as a mother and we're running a, away from that mm. and we're not leaning into it, then the journey that we was meant to go on kind of gets a bit lost. Yeah. yeah. So it's that idea of like leaning into that discomfort and saying, mm. okay, I see this and how can I lean into this and make it part of, you know, the initiation for transformation as you did for your journey, you know, mm. you realize that you felt lost and you didn't know what you wanted to do with your life. Mm. So you went on that journey and you did the coaching and you did the inner work to find, to rediscover who you are now as a mother. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. It's leaning into that, you know, discomfort, mm. using that as your strength to find yourself again and also like you know how there's that real idea of being the person that you were before Mm. I saw this video and it was saying that no child is ever raised in the same family oh was it and this um, is because did you watch that uh, Dr Guyber mate is I think so yeah have you seen he's a trauma yeah he's a trauma coach so I'm incredible he's like one of my Incredible, but no tell the story sorry (laughs) so he's saying that no child ever grows up in the same family because as each child comes along us parents are different versions of ourselves Mm. so no child would ever have the same version of us and that was such like when I listened to that it was such a like you know how we grow up and we grow up with siblings and like my siblings I've got a lot of siblings and I always used to think like wow they get treated so differently (laughs) to to what I did or like I got treated so differently to what they did and when I watched this video I was like that is so true and it's really about us as mothers stepping up and saying okay well this is who I was what did I love about myself then Mm. this is who I am now what do I love about myself now? And literally integrating them together to become even better, like even stronger, even more beautiful than what you were previously. But we do, we really do go through 
such a grieving process hey like Mm. we can grieve and I think knowing that it's okay and it's completely validated to feel like that Mm. that helped me so much in being able to grieve the person that I was and also accept the person that I am now yeah so without that you know we need to go through that grieving process Yeah, there's a great letting go, isn't there? Because Mm. like you said, you know, we're sent the message from outside that Mm. we need to go back to who we was before. We need to get back to work. We need to get the baby body, uh, the pre-baby body back. Mm. And, you know, that's massive in Mm. the diet in an industry. And that causes a lot of shame around body image for mothers as well we're meant to never age and all of those messages Mm. is like you were better before you as a mother yeah you know and actually that isn't true Mm. and I've just come up with this thing in my mind I was talking to a friend and I think one of the girls was single and I said something along the lines of it must be so hard to date when you've got children because you've just got more baggage basically Mm, and mm. my other friend turned around and she was like what and I was like what do you mean and she said your children they make you even better she was like saying the opposite thing and I was like I've never seen it like that she was like you're an even better human now because of your children like they're not baggage (laughs) no No. and it's just the way the messages that we receive is like you're washed up and you're not worthy Mm. and now you've got baggage and you amount to nothing. (laughs) It's kind of this idea, isn't it? And that is society ingrains in us without us even consciously realising it. And it was in that moment that I was like, yeah, actually, thank you for calling me out on that because you're that's so bloody true, isn't it? You know, it's actually the opposite and there's so many things in society that are backwards <laughs> like 100%. it's actually the opposite 100%. to what we're being told yeah yeah and what you said about taking you know the good parts from who you were before you as a mother and the good parts of who you are now as a mother but also letting go of the stuff that before you was a mum letting Mm. go of those things and like you said that can be a grieving process you know you're letting go of that life where you didn't have to you know you could sit and watch Netflix for five hours on the sofa if you wanted to Mm. you had like more of these freedoms quote unquote of where you could spend your time you know you didn't have another person to think about you only had yourself to think about and that's a big transition that's massive yeah and we're just so not supported in it and we expect mothers to just get on with it and mums have been doing it for years and it's fine everyone Mm. knows how to parent you know we should just be grateful or you know whatever it is but it's a big deal yeah it is it is a huge change and yeah the societal conditioning on top of that it's just it's so overwhelming and you know, going back to what I said before about us mothers, we really need to prioritize ourselves. Mm. The more that we do that, the more that more mums start prioritizing themselves, the more that we teach our kids, right, that they're a priority too. 
because mm. we've learned this. It's a learnt behavior that as soon as we become a mum, that's it. We're like, we don't have time for ourselves. We don't do stuff for ourselves. We only are allowed to do stuff for our children, for our hubby, for the house. It's a really learnt behavior over the generations. So the more that we really stand up and say, hang on a second, if I want to be the best mum that I can be, I need to prioritize myself. I need to look after myself. Then it's going to teach our children to do exactly the same thing. It's going to teach them that they are a priority too. Mm. So when they enter into their parenthood years, they've got that strong foundation of knowing that in order to be the best parent I want to be, I need to look after myself. I cannot afford to put myself on the back burner. Yeah. These societal conditionings and generational cycles, they play such a big part in the way that we show up in motherhood and our ideas, you know, ideas around motherhood and just straight out, they don't serve us anymore. They don't serve us. No. And we live in such different times now as well. You know, we're not living back in the day where you had the support and the village Mm. and yeah. And someone was doing, we don't live in community, which mm-hmm. it would be so lovely to, you know, it's yeah. where you all chip in together and someone does the cooking and the cleaning, the washing, someone does the breastfeeding, you know, you bring <laughs> up the, the children all together, but that's not how we live. And, yeah. you know, modern mums are trying to do it all and be it all and have it all. And we're on the verge of breakdown and burnout mm. and overwhelm. Yeah. and. Yeah the the number one thing to do is to start prioritizing yourself first Mm. and that really comes back to and starts with knowing I think what you you know your values and what you value knowing where you want to spend your time and energy knowing what's important to you how you want your family unit to look moving forward and a lot of us don't question any of these things. And that is the beauty, right, of doing all the personal development is a lot of us don't know what we want. A lot of us don't know our values. You know, a lot of women come to me and they don't know. They know what their problems are. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. They don't know actually how they want their life to look. And is that realistic? <laughs> and uh they definitely don't know what their values are and Mm. what's important to them, you know? And if we don't know that, that's our compass. That's our guide. You know, we've got all the different things. There's so much opportunity out there. So we really need to know ourselves, I think, to Mm. be able to navigate motherhood in a way that feels good for you not yeah. what everyone else is saying and what everyone else is doing mm. it's really important to be able to set healthy boundaries and say no to the things that don't light you up and know where you want to spend your time and your energy a hundred percent a hundred percent questioning everything is such a beautiful thing mm. questioning everything and then getting creative. I've spoke to clients who want to be more creative, Mm. but at the same time, this mother is rewriting their Christmas traditions. So instead of doing a normal Christmas where Santa comes and they open presents and stuff like that, they've rewritten what it looks like for them. A couple of my other clients have started creating different traditions around birthdays. 
So instead of presents and stuff, they're booking trips away. They're making memories instead of handing presents. Mm. And I think that's the beautiful thing about when we really discover ourselves and understand ourselves and our values, we're able to change, like you said, the family unit in a way that just inspires us. Like we want to get inspired by our own lives. Mm. We want to really, truly thrive in our life and absolutely love the shit out of it Mm. so in order to do that we've got to get creative we've got to question the norm like is this really what we want to be doing or doing something different Mm. like it's okay to want to be doing something different and like another thing is only ever ever compare yourself to yourself you know don't worry about what this mother over here is doing because what she is doing it might not work well for you yeah So always, always only comparing yourself to yourself. Yeah, that's a beautiful message. I really love that message because there's so much comparison, especially with social media Mm. out there in motherhood, but in any arena, you know, in Mm. business, in motherhood, in body image, it's rife. I feel like this work is just so important before you're a mother but even more important when you're a mother because you really don't want to carry on creating those cycles for your kids if you don't have to do you know what I mean yeah yeah we've got so much more responsibility as Mm. a parent I think to show up for ourselves so that we can show up for our children a hundred percent yeah a hundred percent definitely so if someone was wanting to start on their journey where would you say is a good place to start is there a little tidbit that you can share with us today yep I would start by saying find at least one thing that brings you joy and if you struggle like if I say to you what brings you joy and you're like oh I actually don't know. Mm. Think about the happiest childhood memory that you have. Mm. And you know, when you think about that memory and you get this feeling like in your body and you're just like, it feels so good. You feel so free, like happy, loved, all of the feelings, all of the good feelings. Anchor that feeling. Yeah. Mm. Use that feeling as a, yeah, like a compass. Go and try new things. Whatever brings you that feeling stick with it try it out a bit longer see how it goes maybe see if you can add it into your daily routine I always start with daydreaming so daydreaming our life and then daydreaming ourselves. who do we want to be how do we want to show up what do we want in life Mm. and I think that it's really important to start with that because once we've navigated what we like what brings us joy who we want to be I feel like then the how-tos are quite easy to navigate. Mm. So I I always suggest starting with asking yourself, what brings me joy? Yeah. And then you can go in, you know, discovering your values. And you quite often you'll find that the things that bring you joy align quite nicely with your values. So how can you implement things like you know daily habits or activities with the kids and stuff like that how can you implement those things into your everyday life yeah I love that 
of what I'm hearing you say as well is experiment, explore, play. Yes. You know, don't be afraid to try new things and do something Mm -hmm. a different way and see how it feels for you. It doesn't have to be, it's an experiment. It's not Mm. like, oh, well, I love doing yoga. Okay, cool. So why is it that you love doing yoga? And for some people, when they get to the root cause of that, it's actually because they believe that it makes them a better person. And it's more another person's idea of what makes you a good person. You know, oh, I love going to the gym. Okay, so what do you love about going to the gym? And a lot of people is because they believe, oh, it's going to make me slimmer, (laughs) you know. So it's sort of like breaking those cycles and being like, okay, I love moving my body. Mm. What other ways can I explore moving my body where I can just do it at home and I don't have to go out to anywhere Mm. and I'm not, you know, having to follow someone else's what they're saying and what they're doing how can you move your body at home in a way that feels good for you I feel like being a little bit more open-minded to Mm. you know exploring what's behind that joy as well like like you said does that really bring you joy are you getting that really joyous feeling when you when you're there doing it because so many people are like oh yeah, I don't really like being at the gym, but I like how I feel afterwards because you've ticked yeah. something off your list. It's given you a hit of dopamine, yeah. you know, but actually when they're there, they don't actually want to be there and they've had to force themselves to go there. Yeah. For me, that's not, yeah. I don't believe that's how we should be living our lives. Yeah. That doesn't light you up. It doesn't feel good. Mm. So why are you doing it? Because we're so addicted to that outcome. And that's how we've been trained to think is that it might not feel good at the time, but we're going to get this outcome. Mm. So really, like you say, questioning, you know, your motives for everything, like even just doing things a certain way, why do you do it that way? Mm. You know, was it taught to you by someone else? Do you want to do it that way? Is it yeah. something that you just saw on the TV or was taught growing up or like, does it align with you? Like you were saying, some of your clients have chosen to do birthdays differently mm. or Christmas differently. Yeah. yeah. And if we don't explore these options and we don't question everything that we're doing, then we never find the new answers or how we actually want to move forward yeah. in our lives, you know? Yeah, 100%. And that's why I always say tap into that feeling that Mm. you have within your body. Because if you're telling yourself one thing, like, you know, say like that you enjoy going to gym, Mm. but when you're at gym, you have this really uneasy, negative, uncomfortable feeling, then you probably don't enjoy it as much as you think you do. Yeah. Or if you go in there to escape, you know, Mm. a lot of the time we're doing things because it helps us escape for an hour or Mm. you know we get to not have to look after the kids for the hour and be at the gym or be at yoga where we can just be with ourselves it's like yep that's good but do you actually want to be at yoga or do you want to be at the beach watching the sunset yeah you know 
Yeah. It's like what we're told is acceptable to do with our time and what we're told isn't acceptable yeah. to do with it. You know yeah. it's, like, it's like it's like we're like, still living in those rules of yeah. what society is like boxed out for us. Yeah. Like <laughs> going to do the groceries alone. Like that is yeah, that's not self-care, guys. That, no, no, not at all. <laughs> That might feel nice, but that's not your joy. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, it is not. (laughs) Yeah. Like you should be able to do that and do Mm -hmm. something else that you enjoy as well on top of that. (laughs) A hundred percent, a hundred (laughs) percent. Funny, funny, are we? Yeah. So we're going to start wrapping up now, but What's been your biggest lesson in motherhood or from your kids? From my kids, my biggest lesson would probably be to always appreciate where you're at. I feel like there's so much pressure. There's so much external factors that make us cause resistance within our own season. So when we put all this pressure on ourselves, all this comparison, all this, you know, I I really want to be here, but I'm stuck here. It creates so much resistance that we're actually fully taken away from the present moment. So we've forgotten, you know, again, who we are, what we enjoy. We've forgotten to enjoy the moments with our children, no matter what season we're in. We've forgotten how to navigate the current season. And the way that this came about was my middle son, he goes to daycare and he's been going for a year. He gets upset every daycare drop off. But five minutes later, he's okay. I know this because I call all the time and I say, is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. He's playing. Now he's starting to transition to the next room up. And ever since he started to transition to this next room up, every morning, I drop him off and he is happy to go. He gives the girls a cuddle. He's like smiling, playing, saying, I love you, mom. Bye. I'll see you later. And when I saw that, I thought that is such an important message that we should always, always appreciate where we are. We should be grateful no matter how hard it feels or no matter, you know, how tough some days feel, some seasons feel. If we don't appreciate where we are right now and if we don't express our gratitude for that moment, Mm. then we're just creating more resistance. We're creating more pressure for ourselves and more frustrations Mm. because, you know, things might not be working out the way that we want them to work out or the way that society tells us they should work out. and yeah the main thing is it takes you away from the present moment Mm. which is really all that we have beautiful message and I feel like that was meant for me today (laughs) because um that's something that I've been struggling with in Mm. business not parenting so much but yeah in business at the moment you know I'm kind of for the last two weeks or so Mm. wanting to be further along than I am Mm. and yeah so you know and I spoke to one of my friends and she's four years into her business and she's quite successful in her business and she's like every level there's a new devil and just 
be where you're at because when you're at that next phase there's going to be a whole new set of problems and she said they're normally bigger and badder and (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah harder to overcome so yeah you know just enjoy the business that you've got at the moment and if you just keep showing up it will grow but appreciate where you're at now because you know as you do get more clients and you do this xyz you know you start to there's other things that then you've got to worry about you know and it's the same with our kids we're always oh I can't wait for them to get to daycare I can't wait for them Mm. to move up to the next level can't wait till they're talking till they're walking till they're Mm. at school till they're teenagers till they've moved out the house you know (laughs) and when it comes you're then like oh wow you know this yeah isn't I didn't want it to move this quick or whatever so I feel like yeah that's a really beautiful message because we can get carried away with them living in the future right Mm, living a hundred percent for the future instead of in the present moment where everything is happening yeah yeah Mm. and yeah and you know we want success right everyone Mm. wants success no matter what form it looks like for yourself. But knowing that you're already successful, like you're already successful because this time last year, you weren't where you are right now. You weren't the person (laughs) that you are right now. So you are literally already successful. And then it's about, okay, well, I'm at this phase right now. This is where I'm at currently. Having that current awareness is amazing to what can I learn that's going to help my future self, my help my future business, help my future parenting. What can I learn right now? Because I've been graced with this moment. I've been blessed to be here where I am now. So what can I learn from this to take to the next level with me? Mm. And like your friend said, it's always going to be evolving. And the same with parenting. Like we're always going to go through different seasons, no matter how old our children are. Yeah, There's always going to be new seasons coming. So the more that we wish those away, the more that it's taken away from the current season that we're in Mm. and just knowing that you know this season's not forever and it's the same in business same in motherhood this season's not forever Mm. so I feel like when we really emphasize that it's not going to be like this forever Mm. is when we can truly surrender to the moment that we're in to the season that we're in yeah we can cherish the things and see see the gifts yeah within yeah beautiful I love that Mm. if people want to work with you how can they find you how can they work with you what's happening for you (laughs) so I'm launching uh, my program again in January the Mm. doors open sort of mid-jan but probably the best place to find me would be Instagram or on my website okay and and yeah that's that's all pretty right. much how you find me. Awesome. I'll put all of your links in the show notes anyway, so people can head to the show notes and find all the links down there. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you for being here and coming and having this beautiful chat with me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> thank you so much. I loved that. It was yeah. so good. Yeah. Okay, so thank you everyone else as well for being here and sharing your time and energy with us. We know that time is sacred, so thank you for listening. And if you've got any takeaways from today's 
episode or big aha moments or even small aha moments they don't have to be big (laughs) please go ahead and share your thoughts and feelings with us we always appreciate in hearing your feedback and yeah we'll catch you next week namaste everybody Thank you.